finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Sturgill Simpson's uh, politics are. He's uh, he's the, the brilliant performer who does this song. I love this song. I like him, and he's a little bit country. A little, he's a he's a hard, you know, kind of a heavy metal country guy with a great voice. I like him, but you know, is he a right winger, left winger? Is he is he Bruce Springsteen? I don't know. I don't want to know. I've said this many times. Maybe not to you or you know to. Uh, on this show lately, but you can't, people ask me sometimes, you know, how can you listen to whatever Springsteen? I'm going, I can't, you can't limit your musical choices to the people who are on uh, the same page politically as you. I can't just, or I'd be stuck with Kid Rock, Ted Nugent and the Gatlin brothers. You know, I wouldn't have a lot of choices. I like music. I don't want to get to that point. Aaron Lewis, the uh, singer of Stained, he's got his own solo career and his great new song called uh, Am I the Only One? And he has a line in there where he says, am I the only one who turns off the radio when a Springsteen song comes on? And not only he's the only one, but I'm not going to get to that point. I might be a zealot. I might be a little, uh, you know, opinionated politically, but I'm not going to get to the point where I say, I can't listen to it. I can't watch a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Then I wouldn't be able to watch Wolf of Wall Street. I wouldn't be able to see The Departed. They're probably all liberals in The Departed. Mm. Uh, God knows Matt Damon is, Martin Sheen is, and Leonardo DiCaprio is. So, so you're not going to watch. There are people, I know, people, I'm friends of mine that will not. They will say, you know, screw them. I'm not going to do it. So I like what I like musically. And if they happen to be, you know, Moonbat, liberals, you know, climate change fanatics, so what? I can separate the two. It's something... I've been, I've, I've made an effort to do for years. I, you know, listen to whatever now, listen to uh, Steve Earle, great, great country rocker, uh, old guy, but uh, absolute radical. He's probably, you know, a socialist communist, but he is a great singer, great songwriter. You got to make, I went to see, I didn't even tell you this. I went to see Kevin Nealon on stage the other night, yeah. former SNL character and, he was, I don't know if he's crazy liberal like the idiots on there now, like Colin Jost and Michael Che and the rest of the, and, and Amy or whatever, McKate McKinnon. But he was funny. He told some stories about his SNL days and he's just a regular guy, 63. I didn't realize how old he was. He's 63 years old. And he did one thing that I insisted as I sat there. I said, he better do this. You know what it was? He told uh, a story about Chris Farley, about working with Chris Farley and how when Chris Farley did the legendary, the funniest skit in SNL history, when he's on stage with uh, Patrick Swayze and they're the Chippendales yeah. and he sings, yeah. he was one of the judges. Kevin Neal is one of the judges. And he says the first time and only time he ever broke character and laughed 
during a skit. And that was a, that was forbidden. That was taboo. You couldn't do that. You weren't supposed to do that. But Farley made people do, he made David Spade do it every show. But Kevin Nealon was cool. He was funny. And I don't know, he's probably not a right wing zealot like me, but you know, I, I wasn't going to let that slow me down. Uh, so I don't want to look at singers, guitar players, songwriters and say, I don't like him politically. I, 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 uh, I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to give it a shot. I will, however, draw the line at this. I'm not going to go to a concert or buy a, a song, an album of somebody who tried to kill Ronald Reagan. It's just my rule. I in a rule of thumb. I'm not going to let, nor am I going to buy a song, listen to a song by a uh, convicted uh, race crime hoaxer who tried to start a race war. So those are my two. If you haven't been paying attention recently, a couple of famous, infamous Americans came out with, uh, I think their debut, their musical debuts, uh, songs, albums. Um, Not Jussie. Jussie. Jussie's Jesse. done it before. Oh, that's true. Of course, Jussie's done it before. Of course, we've heard about his songs. But his, how about his first song since he got convicted of attempting to commit a race crime hoax and walked out of jail after six days? <laughs> now, if that's me or you, you'd say, man, I got a break. I got to judge Obviously, I'm guilty. Obviously, you know, if I'm if I'm not a famous black gay actor, I'd be doing a hard time. But he's Jesse and everything. Jesse's one of the most privileged people in America. So Jesse got to walk in less than a week. He was only supposed to do what was it? Three months or something. Couldn't even do a week. And he got let out and did a, you know, a protest song. It is awful. But I'm going to let you judge, Craig, and our listeners. They can judge. Who's worse? If you had to choose, you were making a drive, you know, I don't know, we'll say an hour. You had to listen to the full album, the entire collection of John Hinckley or Jesse Smollett. Which one do you, which way do you go? I'll have to listen first and then decide. I will let you think about it. I'll let you think about it. But the Jesse thing we'll get to is obscene because he's professing his innocence and everybody knows. <laughs> his mother, his mother's knows, his sisters, everybody knows he's guilty. It's one of the silliest public charades I think I've ever seen where, you know, uh, you see him when he left prison, he had like six big bodyguards holding each other. Like anybody would want to hurt him. I mean, he, he's so protected and <laughs> privileged. He had to make it up yeah, he had to pretend he's leaving yeah. prison, punching himself. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's threatening him. Nobody's going to hurt him, but he thought it was a cool look to have bodyguards all around him. So, so Jesse's, and now he's making songs professing his innocence. I think it's going to be a tough comeback trail for him because even, you know, his supporters like Kamala Harris or, or uh, I used to be Lori Lightfoot. She didn't support him anymore, but even his supporters know he's a liar and a fraud and they might, you know, hold their nose and say hello to him at some, some party, but they're not going to really support him. But he came up with a song. Uh, I'll say this. It's not as obscene offensive as John Hinckley. If you don't recall, John Hinckley tr attempted to murder Ronald Reagan, shot Ronald Reagan in 19... Uh, what? 81. Yes, 1981. Um, and he... You know how much time John Hinckley spent in prison? Uh, three years. 
Desigan, zero, none. He was in a hospital, a nervous hospital yeah. for the entire time, right. 34 years, 36 years. He didn't spend a day in prison. <laughs> Jesse spent six days in prison. <laughs> Inkley uh, spent no time in prison, um, which is amazing. But he got out a couple of years ago. He got out and he's supposed to live with his mother. She was 95. She died. So now he's alone. Now he's alone making music, making music. And you want to hear something truly offensive. He's appearing. He's doing a live show. He's doing a live show at a place in Brooklyn. It's called the Market Hotel, July 8th. Tickets available. He tweeted about it and said, uh, you know, I'm playing uh, with this concert. So people immediately tweeted and called the, the venue and said, what are you, nuts? You're, you're uh, hosting a, uh, a, um, a attempted murder, a guy who attempted to kill Reagan, who killed essentially James Brady. Um, the hotel responds, the man served 40 years in prison, mental health treatment, paid his dues to society. Several darlings of indie music have had mental health issues and committed violence, tried to kill people. <laughs> um, the commenter fires back, said something about trying to kill a president makes this one different. Hope you lose money. Uh, and, the, and the commenter says that asshole changed a lot of people's lives. He's a piece of shit. The hotel responds. Check this out. Ha, Hinckley didn't F up a billionth as many lives as Ronald Reagan did. And oh. Hinckley at least faced some comeuppance for what he did. He served 40 years, acknowledged his actions, expressed remorse, was out of his mind, incapacitated when he did his crimes and got treatment. They deleted the hotel, Market Hotel deleted that tweet. Hinckley tweeted last week that the show is sold out. I'm sorry, I didn't know. They sold it out. That's in Brooklyn, you said? said? Yeah, he said, stay tuned for more dates for the John Hinckley Redemption Tour. (laughs) (laughs) Normally, Redemption Tour means like you had on hard times, maybe you went to rehab for drugs or alcohol, or maybe you had a bad run, bad couple of albums, and you have a Redemption Tour, not because you went away for 35 years for trying to kill the president, (laughs) but he's got, check this out. This is the most amazing part of the, Hinkley story in my mind. I'm looking at his, uh, his bio. He's 66 now. Uh, he was released. He's got no conditions. He's free to go do whatever he wants. Um, uh, he, uh, has, has a YouTube channel. He has 26,000 subscribers. His song that we're going to play for you has 702,000 views. 26,000 people subscribe to John Hinckley on YouTube, which will not allow an interview with Donald Trump, an interview. So if somebody sits down, it could be a mainstream reporter, could be Andrea Mitchell. You sit down, you ask Trump questions, he answers them. YouTube will not allow that up. But a guy who tried to kill the president, that's fine. That's cool. They, They just took down a video of Tucker Carlson interviewing somebody, a transgender person who transitioned, I think from a woman to a guy and she regretted it. She went back to being a woman. So Tucker interviewed her. It seemed like a pretty good idea in this day and age. They took it down. You can't see it. It's amazing. It was supposed to be about protecting us from, from COVID disinformation. Mm. And now you can't see an interview by the number one personality on cable news with a transgender person about 
transgendering. That's dangerous. So they take that down. But John Hinckley, they're cool. But we'll put, we'll go to Hinckley before we go to Jussie, and then we'll leave it up to you. You're driving to, I don't know, you're driving cross country, and you get to listen to one of these two, <laughs> these two <laughs> sick bastards, and you you have to leave it on. You can't change the station. You get to listen to one, but let's listen. Hinckley, would you describe? I'd describe it as I don't know, country folk, and uh, Jussie's kind of a what is it? Spoken word rap where he tells his little story <laughs> slam poetry yeah. with the music. Oh, yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little bit of slam poetry. That is not what Hinkley did. Hinkley, by the way, do you imagine how easy he had it in the hospital for 30 years? You know, he had a comfortable bed yeah. and a room and a TV and a computer. And he, he, uh, he said, uh, he played, he saw a therapist, answered mail, played guitar, listened to music, played pool, watched television, ate lousy food, and took delicious medication. How, how That's many? What he said he yeah. did. How many nurses with pink hair went into his room and went? I just want to tell you, thank you. Oh God, <laughs> I was, I was at UMass when Ring got shot, and there were people who cheered. They cheered. They were happy. It was big news, obviously. Yeah. Um, but uh, some sick bastards out there, including this guy, this manager of the, what did I call it? The Market Hotel, the Market Hotel in Brookline, where Hinkley is performing live. Imagine the sick people who go and pay and t- to see a guy who is only known for, you know, obsessing over Jodie Foster and then, uh, you know, to impress her killing, <laughs> attempting, attempting to kill Ronald Reagan. But <laughs> let's hear it from uh, John Hinckley. Let's how, let's hear how he sounds in his second career. And by the way, we're looking at him right now. He ain't lying when he said he ate a lot of lousy food because he was not a big fat bastard when he went in. He is now, but uh, I don't know who you say. What you say he looks like? He looks like a younger Ned Beatty. I was thinking Shattuck. He's got. <laughs> 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 All right. According to uh, Ironhead, uh, John Hinckley now looks like Tom Shattuck. I don't think. Oh, Shattuck's got enough feuds going. Tell, on. tell me I'm him. wrong. Though. Look at him. And this he's still got a little, he's got a little Shattuck in him, a little Shattuck in him. Looks like it could be Shattuck's older brother. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was kind of hoping, you know, he learned to sing or learn to play guitar, but you be the judge. I don't think so. Hello, everybody. Hope you're doing great. Sounds like Shattuck. I'd just like to say that I now have 18 <laughs> songs of mine on all the music streaming sites. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Pandora iTunes, all the rest. So check out my 18 songs on the music streaming sites. Right now I want to do another original song of mine. It's called Number One with a Bullet. Well, I don't know what is wrong with this world. I want to see some love. Everybody's fighting here and there. I want to see some love. Uh, 
think that's a high bar for Jesse. You have to say that's not. You know. That's 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 an original song. I could. Are you going to say that's not bad? No, no, no. I swear to God, I've heard that somewhere before. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. But uh, there are people. You try to find a market hotel in Brooklyn. See what the capacity is. See if it's bigger than the Wilbur. Because we got, you know, friends banging out the Wilbur. Uh, maybe that's next step on his tour. He's probably going to have to go to blue, deep blue places that don't hold a grudge, you know, when you try to kill, you know, the greatest president of our lifetimes. Uh, but there are people, I know there are people into murderabilia, you know, they like to have things that, you know, whatever, Charlie Manson's underwear or something to collect them. But yeah, you're going to go on a Saturday night. And you're going to spend some money and you go, I'm going to go watch that <laughs> just because he shot the president. Sick people out there. But 450 think, people. Wow. Wow. Sold out. Maybe he'll be adding another show. You know how it goes. Yeah. Maybe he'll be going on tour, but he's got 18 songs. I heard a couple and trust me, that's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sing about killing the president. He doesn't sing about shooting people. He sings about, you know, getting along. Why can't we all just get along? Mm. Um, I would say the genre, what would you call that? Like folk or something? The <laughs> genre is better than Jussie's. Jussie's genre sucks. I call it a Saturday and, night campfire when you want the guy to really stop playing. Well, that that's, <laughs> you know, we mentioned the uh, Belushi treatment that the, that the religious guy, the Christian guy got on the plane, or you wanted to give the Christian guy on the plane yesterday. Somebody might give him the Belushi treatment at the uh, market hotel. If, if, I mean, imagine listening to that for like two hours. Ugh. You might now, get the Reagan treatment at the end. Like I said, like I said, <laughs> Kevin Nealon, I sat down. I knew he'd be funny. He had some jokes. I said, please tell some SNL stories or tell a Chris Farley story. And he did. You need that. So will Hinkley tell stories like <laughs> about why he shot Reagan or why he obsessed over uh, uh, Jodie Foster or what it was like, you know, in the nervous hospital? bizarre but hey it's america i guess he has a right to make a living i just can't believe that the place he's performing the manager of the place he's performance said reagan was worse <laughs> that's an original one yeah reagan lincoln lincoln was worse than uh well, you than, know uh, you know the guy running that account has uh, a nose ring eyeshadow and uh a winter right. hat in june Right, definitely, definitely a skinny, sickly, yeah, smoke, smoking like he rolls his own cigarettes or something. Just that, yeah. man, Reagan sucks, man. Yeah, uh, Reagan stinks. But, but uh, hey, hey, you know, he did thirty-five years. Um, got out in two thousand sixteen. Required to live full time with his mother in Williamsburg, Virginia. Then she croaked. Now he lives alone. What could go wrong? <laughs> Jesse does not live alone. Jesse's got so much love. Brothers, sisters, mother, bodyguards, you know, TV people, stars. You know, he's uh, still riding high after his grueling six-day sentence. Uh, he still might have to go back, but I doubt it. But he expressed his feelings in song as well. And uh, I'm going to wait, too. I'm going to wait to decide. Do you play them both? Hankley's was pretty bad, but now let's listen to just. Let's oh now let's listen to Jesse. Then we'll get to our wonderful sponsors, and uh, you can tell me how much uh, Callahan Coffee you've drank so far today. But go ahead, let's let's play Jesse. Let me pull this up so people can read along. Oh, we got the oh good, we got the words. 
He wants us to read more, love more. Why can't we get along? I think I'm, I'm going to vote with Hinkley. Fine, give me another Hinkley song. Give me I don't one of his think, I know I'm going Hinkley. That was terrible. <laughs> uh, it, and it's not just the whatever, the, I don't know what you call it. He's not singing, he's talking. Yeah. And the gall, the, the gall of the man who we all know is guilty, got away with it, did six days, didn't have to go do time, didn't didn't actually you know cause the race war, he was hoping to cause um, that guy has a gall to sit there and say that, you know, he didn't do the, whatever it killed my reputation. And the, they were just, uh, whatever they, uh, it was transphobia and homophobia and racism. Oh, you know, this guy is, he is just the biggest a-hole in the world. Now this blob here, he's got, <laughs> look, look at Inkley again. Look at him. He's not going to be around much longer. So you may not get another chance to see John Hinkley. I heard he hosts a, a podcast called the burn pit. Yeah, you know what? He should be on Saturday Night Live. He'd be better than most of their musical guests. I wouldn't be surprised if Jesse makes an appearance, but what, we got another song from Hinkley? Yeah, let's see. Hello, everybody. This is an original (laughs) song I wrote not long ago. He kind of does sound like Shattuck. Every song is three notes. Oh, God. It's like weirdo church music. So, so, so Smollett is calling people racist and transphobic. And this guy's saying, we need love. You know, we need to get along. <laughs> be the best now you can't handle this obviously because you're dope but the best celebrity rock and roller a musician you know like kevin bacon johnny depp bruce willis had a band there's a lot of guys with bands and you know, oh. they fantasy michael j fox uh sort could play a mean guitar in uh back to the future hulk hogan was uh, almost the basis for metallica was he? Wow. So he says. I, mean, I I don't know because I haven't really focused, paid attention to Kevin Bacon or or uh, Johnny Depp. I know Kid Rock makes fun of Johnny Depp in a song and how bad he is at the guitar, but I'd be curious if you could stack them all up. We'll do that another day. We'll find out who's the best celebrity rock and roller out there. Probably, uh, we'd probably be disappointed by all of them. Imagine if they if you if you had like Kevin Bacon oh. or, and they and they were as bad as John Hinckley. That'd be pretty bad. 
Uh, Lieutenant Dan, he's got a band. That's true. Gary uh, Sinise, he's great. Sinise. Anyway, he's just a great American. He would, You know what? We're going to crown him. I don't even want to do that. I don't want to go through all of them. <laughs> the best celebrity rock and roll, without a doubt, is the Lieutenant Dan band led by Gary Sinise, a great American. Uh, let's get to our sponsors, and then we're going to get uh, the best sporting event. Ugh, I don't know if it's one of the best sporting events of 2022 that I am so looking forward to. I can't wait. hate to be all positive, but this, I am just going to watch every minute of this, and I'm going to love it. And it's completely contrived and made up and stupid, but it sounds awesome. Yep. We'll tell you what that is after I tell you about Siempre. Siempre Tequila. All right, let's talk about Siempre Tequila. I got your new spring drink here. This is perfect for spring and summer. Siempre was founded in 2015 by Alex and Monica. They took their life savings and started making tequila. It wasn't much, but they made it count. Uh, they figured if it was their favorite drink, the world might agree. Besides, it had to be good because they knew they'd be drinking a lot of it. Well, after they won a few awards and a ton of hard work, Siempre has grown into over 20 markets around the world. It's won multiple awards. It's made traditionally in a small Mexican town called Tequila. How cool is that? Siempre means always. The rose on the bottle symbolizes Beauty in both life and death, good and bad. It's 100% blue Weber agave from both the highlands and lowlands of Jalisco, Mexico. They use volcanic spring water to make a siempre. Famous people drink it, but there's never going to be a celebrity owner or a celebrity spokesman. Siempre wants you to be your own celebrity. So ask for siempre at your local wine and spirit store or find it online at shop.com. SiempreTequila.com. That is Siempre, S-I-E-M-P-R-E. Shop.SiempreTequila.com. Ah, you've heard by now, after you have your tequila, you might want to have your Callahan coffee. You've heard about our first branded product selected, chosen, the beans. We sent we sent uh, Ironhead down to uh, Guatemala and uh, Brazil and uh, Ecuador. Three places, three continents or three countries. I don't know. We found it in these exotic places where they grow the best beans. And he picked out three of the best. They put them together and they made Callahan coffee, a rich dark roast coffee with a unique natural coffee flavor, rich with chocolate and sweet with caramel taste notes. I'm serious about this. I'm honest. We love it. We love it. We live for our Callahan coffee. It's good stuff. You can get it too. All you got to do is callahancoffee.com. While you're there, you can get a bug the chug bug. Hey, bug the chug was up this weekend. Man, that is the greatest dog in the world. I miss him already. He's already gone back home. I'm going to see him again soon. But you can see Bug the Chug on the mug, and you can drink your Callahan coffee out of the Bug the Chug mug. Just click uh, the link on any of our social media bios and order up some Callahan coffee today at callahancoffee.com. I would have been telling you about Shake Concrete for a long, long time. Today, we're sitting with the man who makes it all work, the man in charge of the whole place, my brother-in-law, Greg. Hey, Greg, seems like business is booming at Shea Concrete. We're cranking that out, Jerry. Well, uh, I, I, I'm just wondering, what's holding you back these days? We could use some good help. You need people? We need people. How many people do you need? At least 20 people. 20? Well, what kind of people? We have positions driving trucks, working in the production plants, estimating engineers, 
All kinds. Any podcasters? <laughs> and all we do have the precast podcast. Well, I, I think it seems like a great place to work, as I tell people. It's a family atmosphere. You guys are good to your people. There's a great gym here at the headquarters. Uh, what's holding you back? Why can't you find people? Besides being to work on time, you have to pass the drug test. Ooh, <laughs> you have to pass a drug test. That's all it takes. All right, if people want to uh, come see you, they want to talk, what do they have to do? Bunch of ways. They can, if they want to be a team member, they can go to shakeconcrete.com, fill out an application. They can come to our, any of our offices. We got four locations. They can call me up directly. They can email jobs at shakeconcrete.com. And you'll give them a hat? And we'll you'll give them a hat. Hats. Yep. All right, sounds good. Shakeconcrete.com. I saw a really cool, uh, nice cafeteria here. Can we go have lunch? Oh, absolutely. We got empanadas and chicken. <laughs> Excellent. I don't know what they are, but I'm going to go have an empanada. All right, let's get to this. Um, I don't care what anyone says. I love this idea. We need more of this. It's called The Match. It's, it's, I guess it's always called The Match. But this time, you know, The Match does not involve any pro golfers. Last time we remember Tom Brady uh, and, well, two times ago, it was Brady and Mickelson against Tiger and Rogers. And then last time was DeChambeau and Kepka Nichols and Kepka. I'm sorry, Kepka uh, and DeChambeau. This time we got brought, we got Brady, we got Rogers. How would you improve this? Cause I know you know the answer to this, but last time I said they should include Michael Jordan next time, find a way to include Michael Jordan. Cause we know he loves golf. He's obviously a superstar and he's a gambler. Mm. And I'd like to see him perform under that pressure. Cause there's pressure the whole, you got cameras everywhere. They're watching every move. They got, you know, it's not like basketball or football. You, it's all on you, man. It's all between the years. It's not easy. The first time Brady played in this with, uh, uh, with Mickelson, he hit it sideways for a couple of holes. He looked terrible. Mm. And then he holed out from 150 yards. And that's when he was trash talking with Barkley. He was doing the commentating. That's great. And I gave, I gave Brady credit because it takes some balls. It's not easy, man. You, you could choke, you know, you're known as one of the great clutch players of all time, like Jordan, like Rogers, well, not Rogers, but Brady. And, uh, and, and, and you could, I don't say destroy their reputation, but you could certainly look bad under pressure. There's going to be three foot putts. There's going to be, you know, chips that you could skull few over the green. You could look bad and Brady has at times and he doesn't care. He does it anyway. And you know, he's not, like a pro golfer playing, you know, 16 hours a day or like Jordan playing all day. He's still playing football. He's got a lot of things going on, but he loves this. He loves the pressure and the pageantry of it all. So he's in again. This time it is Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers teaming up against Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and, you know, shoot it in my veins. I hate that cliche, but shoot it in my veins. June for, uh, June what, 1st? Let me yep. get double check. June 1. June 1st in Las Vegas at the Win Course in Las Vegas. Um, it's, uh, I don't have the handicaps of these guys. I'm, I'm sure we'll find out. Maybe they, you know, want to up, update them, but they're already trash talking. They're already tweeting at each other, which is good. We need more of that. Uh, and I don't know, you know, who's going to be the favorite. You'll have to stay on top of that. We'll put some bets in. All right. We're definitely betting on this. Yeah. I this is a little disappointing, but I understand why it's only 12 holes, 12 hole match. It's for TV. Obviously you don't want to go. Didn't they go 18 one time and it just lasted forever. 
So they're going to tighten it up. And you know what? Golf should be 12 holes. Golf, 18 is too many. 12 holes, you could play six and six, four, four, four. There's all different ways to divide it up. You could play it in two and a half hours and it wouldn't take you five hours or four or four and a half hours, five hours. Uh, they should have golf courses that only have 12 holes. I think that's mm. uh, that's my idea. But they're going to do this match 12 holes. Obviously, the cameras will be up their nostrils. It'll be trash talking, and, and we'll get to see who handles the pressure. Uh, I'm reading from the Yahoo story, and it points out what happened uh, last year or the last uh, couple of times. I mean, they've had pros every time. We've had guys playing from the back tees. These guys are all going to be playing together and all going to be, you know, claiming that they're busy playing football and working out for football so they don't have time to perfect their games. But um, Josh Allen is a nine handicap, and Patrick Mahomes is a 7.7, according to Yahoo!, Really? Uh, Brady claims he's claims he's a ten. Eh, we'll see. And I think Rogers Rogers was good in the last match. He was pretty clutch. He had a bunch of putts. You expect these guys to be clutch, but it's a different game. It's not the same. But I have to say, this is a great idea. I love it. And uh, next time, maybe they can include Michael Jordan. If uh, if there was like a a, a channel, say once a week, for, for about six hours or so, they would have. Uh, cameras on a local golf course and just filming regular people. Wouldn't you check it out? No, no, that sounds oh. stupid. Oh, that I would love. Right. It. I thought you were going to say find these guys on the range or these guys. No, the I would love. Range. I would love that. That's why. That's why it's funny when you see them like Shanko and you're like, I would have done the same thing. I always thought uh, an idea of a. I guess they do it on Wednesday of the pro am. But if you just had a few amateurs in the field, so you're watching the Masters and you're seeing that shot thing that shot tracer and they boom perfect shots on the green yeah and then some regular schmuck steps up hits it sideways well, and that's go, what, what the? yeah that same technology as what you see normally but just you know regular people right, well, yeah, okay we'll go with that idea great idea we're great idea but who else here's how you know baseball has a problem a problem they've had for years by the way is i can't think of a baseball player that i would care if they included this you could have i mean this is obviously all football players all quarterbacks they're the marquee guys but you could have you know, basketball players. I mean, hell, I'd watch Kyrie Irving do this, wouldn't you? That'd be oh, great. yeah, absolutely. You know, Mike, Michael Jordan, obviously Barkley. People would watch to see how bad he is. You know, there's plenty of basketball players, plenty of football players. Uh, you know, you'd have, you could have. Kyrie versus Danny Ainge. You know, uh, <laughs> ooh, that'd be good. Ainge would smoke him. Ainge is a, like, stud, couple of, you know, whatever, two, three handicap, and an incredible athlete. But you could have celebrities. You could have. You know, that's what they're going to do. Expand it to include Mark Wahlberg. He'll be the first one on the list. Yeah. You know, want to be a part of this. Includes celebrities. But you couldn't come up. I mean, would you watch Mike Trout play? You wouldn't even care. The best player, one of the best of all time. And no. you'd be like, yeah, whatever. No. Clayton Kershaw's playing. I'd be like, so what? No. <laughs> oh, oh uh, you know, Jason, uh, J.D. Martinez. I'm like, I wouldn't watch him if he was teeing off at the course and I was, uh, you know, Next up, I mean, what, yeah. who cares? But there's no, there's not one. Good. Is there any baseball player that would? Because Trout's the Aaron Judge, maybe. I mean, you'd say Aaron Judge could hit it far, or having you know some of these young stud home run hitters just crush the ball, but they don't. You wouldn't care about the banter or any of that. No, yeah. they don't. There's no baseball player. Yeah. There's none. But they don't need them. They got quarterbacks. You know, next year they'll expand it to include you know Lamar Jackson or. or or uh, 
I don't know, depends what, what young guy, Trevor Lawrence, if he starts playing. I mean, you can just play, have a quarterback league, have mm. quarterback matches. I'd watch. The ratings will be great. The production will be spectacular. There'll be all kinds of funky features that you don't normally see on golf. And it will outrate any baseball game all summer. All oh, yeah. summer. It'll outrate any baseball game until the playoffs, until the World Series. That's my prediction. I like it. Uh, all right. I'm looking for It's not for another what is it, month and a half. June 1st, June 1st. So you get to see, June 1st, you get to see uh, Tiger, I mean Tiger, Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. July 8th, tickets still available, John Hinckley at the Market Hotel. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, they have a metal detector at the entrance. I don't think I'd want to, I don't think I want to be near John Hinckley. He still looks a little, still looks like he's not right in the head to me, you know? No. I know he's, Paid his dues, eating, eating like a pig and living in a hospital, watching TV and playing guitar. Been rough, been rough, but uh, still makes me a little nervous. But yep. right, we'll leave it there. We don't have any good Biden blunders today, but there'll be more. Just wait, just wait. I'm I'm heading out with my wife, a big anniversary, heading out for a couple of days. Um, we are working on a Friday plan. You are working on a Friday plan. I'm going to let, we're going to see if I'm leaving it up to Ironhead. They don't call him Ironhead for nothing to see if he can put together a Friday show. It will probably be a beautiful disaster. So you can check that out. If you're with us on locals, join us on locals, Callahan.locals.com. Join the family, join the crowd and uh, listen to our Friday show. This week will be, am I calling you the host? Are you going to be the host and you're going to, you know, have some guests. Who knows? It's a mystery. Your work, it's a work in progress. I'll be dying to find out how bad that's going to be. But check it out if you want on Friday. I'll be back Monday morning. All right. Thanks to everybody. Thanks for everyone watching, listening. Thanks to you, Craig. I appreciate it. Good job. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. And we will talk to you again soon. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.